0: We're bringing you all you need to succeed in the real estate business. It's Spilling the LT, brought to you by Lawyer's Title, telling you what it's really like to work in real estate. Episode of Spilling the LT. I'm your host Tamara Gady. A lot of you will know my very special guest for today, and I'm really excited that I got her to join me on the podcast. She has been in the real estate industry for over t- 20 years. She was a top-producing realtor. She's coached and recruited over 800 agents. She is a winner. The winner of the Elite uh, Hall of Fame Team Leader Award from Keller Williams, and she's also the CEO and co-founder of Influential Agent. I'm really excited excited to welcome Amber Joe uh, Joy to the show today. Amber, thank you so much for coming. Hello, you, that was good. You got it all in? Well, I missed the joy part and I said <laughs> Amber Joe, which, that's you a, know, I was. I said I was having a problem a, with my accent earlier. So here we are, Amber Joe. <laughs> I could be that today. That's okay. That's okay. Good job. Thank you. Well, I'm so excited <laughs> to see you. It's been a long time since we've been able to connect. And so yeah. I saw your. Um, you sent out an e- email blast to a whole bunch of people and you also posted on Facebook a class that really intrigued me. Okay. And it it's because I'm getting a lot of questions from agents right now on how to differentiate themselves, how to work their sphere. Why am I getting that question? Everybody
1: should know how to work their sphere. Right. But of your business.
0: But what is everybody else doing to differentiate ourselves? Um, we were just talking about the market and how super aggressive it is right now. So aggressive.
1: Nationwide. Nationwide. <laughs> it's, like, it's everywhere.
0: It's really hard right now yeah you know all my realtors are like what am I supposed to do there's nothing to sell right now yeah I mean I think one of them told me there's like five homes listed in Frisco right now right that's incredible right and super scary all at the same time yeah so I pulled a stat that I want to start with just to kind of get our conversation going in the right direction so NAR NAR posted a stat uh, as of 2021 there was a new record high of 1.6 million realtors in the nation it was up 6.92%, so almost 7% from 2020. That is incredible amount of use. So today we're going to talk about how to differentiate yourself, how to work your sphere in a very effective way, using old techniques and new techniques, and, and just how to really cultivate your business and stay top of mind. And I'm a big uh, proponent of top of mind selling. If you, your clients aren't thinking of you when they need to buy or sell their house, well, guess what? Someone else is gonna get that business. That's so right. I brought Amber, right. we're, we're telling the truth here we're today. Just, okay, we're, we're just, just gonna laying go ahead, it out here right now. Yeah. So let's kind of dive one uh, dive in. I, I think you had a couple of stats that you said. I listened to your class a couple of times just to kind of pull some information from it for our talking points today.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I just feel like a lot of us have gotten away from the basics. Mm-hmm. And to me, there is brilliance in the basics when done consistently. And I feel like since we got our license, I mean, I don't care if an agent's in the business one year or 20 years, we've all been told Sphere, it's where it's at. And yet, when I talk to agents on a day-to-day basis, you said you were experiencing the same. We start to veer away from that and we're trying all the new shiny pennies that are being thrown at us. Maybe we're purchasing leads from Zillow or maybe we're um, trying things that we've never tried before. They're watered down. They're inconsistent. You're not getting your ideal client out of it. You're spending a lot of time and money and really it's unpredictable. You can't build a business on it because that could be yanked from you at any time, whereas Uh, I believe NAR just came out with another new stat that said, what was the one about? They're only interviewing uh, one realtor um, 77% of the time or something like that. And so the basics remain the same even after 20 years that people want to use a realtor that they like and trust and is referred to them. Mm-hmm. And that is coming from your sphere. That's not coming from the paid leads or other sources. So what we were talking about is, okay, we know the basic fundamentals of the sphere of influence needing to be the foundation of your business, but the way that you communicate with them does have to change. So although the principle it has been there and tried and true time and time again is an oldie but a goodie we do have to elevate and change the way we're communicating with them so that we can rise to the top because they know we were talking about this yesterday too just at my church alone I i don't even know how many realtors there are because i don't know everyone at my church but there are 10 just that i know of in a small group, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just 10. That doesn't count who else is in my neighborhood, who else is friends with my kids at, at, uh, realtors at the school. I mean, so this is more important than ever. Okay. We cannot just rely on the old school, set it and forget it type marketing. This is relationship building business. (laughs) I mean, and that's huge to me. I mean, because that's how I build
0: my business. I'm very relational. I don't necessarily talk about all the tricks of the trade or what the new shiny pennies are. It's very much a network, communicate, you know, connect people to to resources that they need, but it starts with building that relationship.
1: Yeah. It has to be more than transactional. Mm-hmm. It has to be relational, like what you're saying. Now, the challenge though that I find People have, including me, before I figured out how to kind of hack it, is that you want to be relational. A lot of agents are really good. Like, how many times have you heard an agent go, "If I can just get face to face or belly to belly, the old school saying, which my husband always belly said, that is belly. so <laughs> creepy." Belly to belly. Okay, yeah. no. <laughs> let's just say face to face. You know, I've got them. I'm really good with people. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but. Will you have that opportunity to even get there? Because most people could be choosing their agent by referral, but they're checking them out online and having conversations online before you can even get to them. So if you're good with people, let's talk about how to get to them. Because if you're using old school techniques like calling people, um, the latest stats were a good two to three years ago now, almost three years ago, which is only two out of 10 people answer their phone, even if they have a relationship with you. Okay. So I think the pandemic has made people answer even less. You think it would be more, yeah. but I feel like people are getting even more yeah. <laughs> standoffish just because we're used to being at home alone and what have you. And people adapted to text and, and zoom and, and things that they had to, I really believe it's more like, um, one out of 10 is answering their phone. It's really funny. Cause there's a lot of synergy
0: between you and some of the other guests that I've had on the podcast. And I had the, um, the only real estate um, podcasts worth listening to, guys. On course, okay. Matt Kilderman and Nick Good, and uh, Nick Good was referencing how when he started the business, he put up Craigslist ads, right? And mm-hmm. he would call people, and people would answer the phone. But now, I mean, he said, "How many of you actually answer your phone?" And there's not a lot of people who do. I mean, I call some of our clients all the time, and and I still make a lot of phone calls, but. You know, they don't always answer the phone. I was I was in the office last night, and I was call I called a client. And I was like, she'll yeah. answer the phone. And then I called another client. And I was like, she's not going to answer the phone. You know, <laughs> you just know. You just I just know. Yeah. But they'll yeah. always get back to me. But that's yeah. kind of the thing is you. And this is one of the things that they referenced is you have to change how you
1: communicate to what your consumer wants. Exactly. And if the studies are showing they don't want to answer the phone, then what is your plan? So it's kind of like okay. The tried and true principle of Sphere is where it's at, but we have to change the plan and how we're communicating. Not to say, I mean, nobody go to your broker and say that I said you don't have to make calls because there's gonna be (laughs) time. Don't be throwing me under the bus like that because there will be times that you have to pick up the phone, okay? And I'm not saying that. But when it comes to relationship building with your Sphere to be top of mind for their referral, but bigger than that, top of mind for the people that they know and you're not in the middle of a transaction, just calling them being like, hey, who do you know buying or selling is going to get real old real quick. They're not going to answer the phone. What's the plan? How do we carry forward? And so that's kind of like why we put on that webinar. And it was just to kind of introduce, hey, here's some new school techniques that will match up with the old school foundational knowledge that Sphere is where it's at.
0: Now, by the way, kids, we're about to talk about your favorite subject, video. (laughs) It's coming. (laughs) We're going to talk about it. Oh, video. (laughs) Well, I put you on, know. I threw it a stat at one of my other podcasts, 82% of consumer content will be um, taken in via via video, meaning your old school way of posting and, and just throwing up some a bunch of words isn't going to work, pe- people. It's not going to work anymore. Okay. <laughs> You're going to have to progress yeah. into another um, vein of communicating. Yeah. And so, you know, I've kind of wrote down your six points that you talked about yes. in your, in your sphere plan, mm-hmm. but I think that there's an important thing to talk about before we dive into how do they do this. You have to stay consistent. That's another thing that has been a common thread in a lot of things that we've been talking about in my podcast is consistency, picking up the phone, calling somebody, getting a face to face with them, and then not doing anything after that isn't going to win you the business. It, It is top of mind
1: selling. Yes. And that's going to be the case, whether it's with your sphere or new leads, either way, it has to be consistent marketing. You cannot expect that somebody, I mean, I make a joke, but it's so true that, you know, why do we expect our sphere to remember us when we ourselves as realtors don't get up in the morning, put our feet on the ground and think, Hmm you know, I haven't given my hairdresser a referral lately. Who do I know? That's just not the world we live in. But we expect them to do that for us, even though we've not consistently cared about what's going on in their lives and we don't have relationship. So whether it's sphere or new leads, there is no more powerful converter than video as you said, period, no ifs, ands, or buts, do not pass, no, you cannot get past it anymore. It used to be that people could go, well, I'm going to see if I want to use social media or not. And then they're like, crap, I got to use social media. And then it's like, now it's, well, I really don't want to do video. Hopefully you're reaching the, oh crap, I have to do video because it's, it's over, especially that was already the case pre-pandemic, but post-pandemic, you can see how hugely video has exploded, especially on TikTok, Reels, all the different places. Why is that not in your business on a regular basis and with consistency, even with a new uh, a follow-up? Putting a face with a name. Let's say you just met somebody at an open house. Guess what? If they went to your open house, they probably went to five or 10 other open houses that month. We and don't have 10, but... <laughs> if there was 10 <laughs> listings, they're going to go to all of them, people. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <I laughs> and those other this. hundred realtors yeah. that don't have listings <laughs> could be contacting them trying to get a listing. Yeah. So yeah. video is what's going to be that separator. And it, we don't really have a choice anymore. Uh, but the consistency, like you said, it doesn't matter what you try without consistency. Uh, we heard on the pod or on the webinar that I did that 80% of all leads are going to convert between the fifth and 12th contact. Let me say that one more time, write it down, no matter where you're at, unless you're driving yeah. uh, 80% of all leads convert between the fifth and 12th contact. And yet. Only 12% of realtors make three or more contacts. So just by following that one nugget, you could excel above the competition with just more contacts. Until they tell you stop contacting me. <laughs> you see those posts <laughs> of snapshots of you know these vulgar <laughs> like ways people exactly. say, stop calling it's me. <laughs> like, mm. And then the way I feel about that is don't stop doing what you do. Mm-hmm. Just because one or two people were nasty to you. Agreed. Because what's the worst thing that can happen? You didn't have business from them? Well, you didn't have it before. Right. But don't stop the other people that do want to do business with you because you didn't like it. It's kind of like the, uh, if I get somebody that unsubscribes from my email, my video email. It's like, I can't stop marketing to people that do need me just because a few Wrote something back nasty. Sure. I mean, that's going to happen in anything you do. So I always say no is a, an acronym that just means next one. It's not, I love it. I hate you. It's yeah. not, <laughs> right. it's just
0: no, next one. Well, and one. it's okay to learn how to take a rejection. I mean, that's just part of being in sales, right? So I cut my teeth in inside sales doing cold calling, mm. dialing for dollars. That's what that's we call toughy, it. That's toughy, yeah. And, you know, I got a lot of no's. But when I finally got a yes, because I got all those
1: no's, it was so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> was and so then sweet. you learned a no is just one step closer to the yes, yes as well, like. And it was the juice of getting the next yes, and I was like, eye. I'm gonna keep dialing. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna want to take my services, but. Which kudos to you, because I never even had the dedication to do the cold calls. I'm like, how do I just figure out how to get more from my sphere, <laughs> because I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. Well, and before, again, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about the points
0: to the marketing system, but I think one of the other common threads that we've been talking about about on the podcast is content, like what should your content look like? Because you know, I love my realtors. You know, always love my realtors, but you see, kind of this same type of posts. Mm. I'm glad you rolled your eyes. <laughs> so you know, it's it's all the sold houses, right? Mm. And it's I closed this deal this month, and here's a tour of this open house, and and everything that they do is the same. Mm-hmm. And so the ones that are able to break out and come up with, and I always think it should be educational content. It doesn't need to be, oh, look, I sold this house this month or look at my new latest listing. You know, we were just, uh, I was talking with somebody and we, we were talking, we were brainstorming. I'm the top 10 best Mexican restaurants in Frisco. I'd watch that video. right? I right. want to eat. Mixed, I love Mexican food. Yeah.
1: And you saw that on our webinar. That was oh, okay. one of, was the, that that that, was one of the examples we gave on the webinar is if you sent an email out to your database, showcasing a video of the top five Mexican restaurants in your town where you're, you are branding yourself as the real estate expert. Like who wouldn't watch that? I I'd don't know. It. I need to know <laughs> I'd that. watch it several times <laughs> and then try some of them and get back to yeah. like, you. Know, I them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, it
0: is about, that. you know, Hey, look, I, f- I just found this really cool new product. You know, I just, I totally like Jason's going to be so proud of me because I geeked out on some tech. Um, (laughs) it's not like real live, like major tech. It's just beginner tech. Okay. But there's this business card. um, Oh, yeah. I love that one. There's several brands, but it's the digital business card. I was like, light bulb moment, because I hate business cards. Please don't give me a business me card. I'm going to hand you my phone until you put it in my Because con- if you give me a business card, guess what? It's going to sit on my desk. I'm not going to do anything with it, right? You
1: just got, you just got another tip. I mean, like that. I mean, the digital business
0: card, <laughs> it like was life changing mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. So, I just got it in like yesterday.
1: Tap the phone and get the <laughs> contact and be saved immediately. And all your social media links. Now you're going to be then? walking up to I come. know. <laughs> Here's my card. Hey, give it back. <laughs> just
0: tap that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, I'm pretty proud of myself right yeah. now. But anyway, that's not the point. But that we'd be that a great. But that could be a but, good, yeah. good tip for everybody. I mean, you that's know. a great thing. Yeah. I think that the key is we do joke, though. We have all these inside jokes as marketers. Because, by the way, you guys, you cannot be a realtor and tell you're an effective marketer period so to me we have like marketer jokes Mm -hmm. that real estate is one of the only industries where people advertise things that are already sold that's really interesting so wait you're advertising something that i can't get (laughs) i can't even contact you and ask you about it because it's gone yeah and you're spending your time telling me about something i can't have What other industry does that? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, here's this great hair product. I mean, you can't get it, but let me tell you all about it. It's like, what? So that to me doesn't make a lot of sense first and foremost, but I do realize that evidence of success is necessary. So let's, let's tap into the HGTV generation and let's go ahead and advertise with really good video are just listed. Now that would make a lot of sense. That's Mm -hmm. our product. Somebody can reach out to me and ask about that. And and yet the evidence of success is still attached. Whereas spending time on just solds to me is, I, I just don't understand that. But why not, you have to mix up your content, like you're saying. If, if you look the same as every other realtor and all it is is about me, 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 people aren't really connecting with that. But I do believe that's a piece of the formula. But there's over, over 20, we were talking about this yesterday, we've studied this and continue to, influencers have over 20 things in their formula for what they're posting. I mean, I can't be just evidence of success, although that is a piece, it's also about them. I mean, you've got to tell your story. People have to be attracted to you as a person in order to work with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, that means the good, the bad, and the ugly. If they only see the perfect part of you, people can't relate to that. Now, I don't mean be negative. I don't mean be um, sharing your drama. I'm not talking about that. But, you know, if, if I'm struggling with getting a contract accepted, let's talk about it. Because it's. we already know... That this isn't a perfect market; it's going to be challenging. Right. If I'm struggling with my kids that day, without being negative, you're going to hear about it on my stories, like because that's the world. Moms are like, yes, she can have a career; she can kick butt, but she has the same challenges I have. Or, um, you know, what about talking about what it's like to work with you? what value are you bringing? I I find that the people that do the best on social media are storytellers. Mm -hmm. Tell a story of what happened with that client and how it made a difference in their life. Tell the tough stories about how somebody's going through a divorce, of course, with their permission. And maybe sometimes you're hiding names, of course, Uh, use your taste, use your common sense, common sense people. (laughs) But you still have to have stories that people can relate to. Like, yeah. Okay. If I use her, I can clearly see that I can trust her in the middle of that divorce, that she understands that or the relocation is hard on children or storytelling people through those transactions.
0: Yeah. And I see what you're saying. Um, and I definitely understand why you're saying what you're saying. I, um, I think it's very difficult, like for people to be raw and exposed. Oh yeah. Because isn't Facebook, everything's real. I mean, it's a perfect version of myself. It's our highlight reel. You you don't see what I look like when I'm at home. (laughs) I look like a homeless person, you know, (laughs) but yoga pants and a bun uh, every day. uh, And I (laughs) might match. Okay. (laughs) But I think, you know, being raw and being vulnerable allows people to come in. But I mean, I have a tough time. I don't Post on social media the raw tamara, you know because it is very difficult to expose yourself in that way. Sure. And I know just from experience, I mean even with people that I think would be fantastic on social media, they're still hesitant. To even do a video, much less a raw video. Right. And you've, you know, you've been really good. I've watched a lot of your stuff. And uh, when the one that sticks out in my mind is the one where you did the makeup tutorials. Oh. And you got on and you're, you like had no makeup and your hair was in a bun. And you're like, oh my God, you know, and, and then of course. Here's I'd what have. I really look like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you did all that qualification, right? But you exposed yourself yeah. in a very big and raw way. <laughs> and I think it, that's very, that's just, that, I, I, I don't know how you get someone over that hump I think you have to start with the baby steps of right yeah you start
1: with not exposing that yet probably my first videos were terrible um I was uh, I, I just lost my personality completely when the camera came on. I was just so serious. I was, I had a bad attitude about it. I had stinking thinking about it. When you have stinking thinking, it's going you, you know, you're not gonna do the best job because I was like, I'm dreading it. Like I just hate video, and I felt yeah. like I my double chin and like, <laughs> um, is my role showing or whatever yeah. it was that day. Yeah. And I was even heavier then, and so I had a, a um, wasn't as healthy. And I was like, okay, I just got to do it. And I remember watching some of those videos and Jason had me watch it again the other day. <laughs> I guess he saved those. I thought they were gone off the planet. do
0: you wish they were?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad he did because I shared them in our group with our coaching clients because I wanted to see how truly terrible they were. Not having to do with looks, but just me not presenting well, mm-hmm. me not feeling confident. And by showing them those, it allowed them to go, okay, Amber didn't start here, where she is now. You have to start somewhere. And imperfect action beats out perfect inaction every time. So even though it wasn't great, even to this day, I'll admit it was really bad. I still got leads off of it.
0: (laughs) No one else was doing it. Because nobody's doing it. So it is differentiating yourself. Yes. I mean, I started the show today by calling you Amber Joe, you know. <laughs> so we all make mistakes. And this is still
1: going to be a great show. <laughs> it's still going
0: to be a great <laughs> podcast. But that means you know we're all fallible. Yeah. I mean, I tripped over "statistic" in my last podcast, and I, you know, I was like, "Wait a minute, why can't I say this word?" But you just keep on going, and mm-hmm. it's okay to be your be yourself because, and Kyle talks about this all the time, you need to be yourself because your people know you as that person. If you get on video video and you turn into something else, well, your people aren't going to recognize you. They
1: already know you. They already love you. They already trust you. And even new clients can't, um, relate to perfection. Yeah. Um, we heard many times imperfect videos always outperform the ones that are more polished because when I reach out to a sphere, you know, one of the things we do is we send a minimum of, of, it depends on your sphere size d- to how many you should be doing, but let's say you did five to 10 video specialized, meaning personal, we call them video notes.
0: Yeah. we okay. were talking. Okay. So that one, I was like, okay, I got to start doing some video notes
1: because <laughs> I don't do any video notes, but that's for people who maybe you're not in the middle of a transaction with, but you want to reach out on a quarterly basis at minimum and just send a 32nd or less video note. And those perform so well when they're, you don't really need makeup. Obviously, you don't want to be in your pajamas. But, you're, I mean, pull out that phone and just say, you know, hey, Sarah, it's Amber, you know, with Influential Agent. I was thinking about you today, you know, and just start talking. And that's going to perform better. They're going to hear, you, hear your tone of voice. Yeah and they're going to see your face, it's going to be so endearing compared to a regular text, and they're not answering the phone, so that shouldn't be an option in most cases. What are you going to do to separate yourself? What are you going to do to still feel like I care? You know, I'm I'm usually checking Facebook before I do that video note. Just full disclaimer, I want to give you guys that tip, is that that's the formula I use for making sure I'm interacting with them on what's important to them on Facebook. If I've got 10 people I've got to send video notes to, first I'm going to check Facebook, okay? And I'm going to go, okay, if there's something going on in their life, I need to know that. So yeah. for example, if somebody has COVID and is really sick, the yeah. last thing I'm going to do is send them a video note about real estate. Yeah. So I'm going to send them a note checking on them. But if it's just a regular post, then I'll comment and ask a question on their post. I'll start interacting with them. And then I'll send that video note real quick. And the, it, like one example script for January that anybody can use the whole first quarter of, of the year is always, you know, Hey, Sarah, it's Amber with Influential Agent, and it's the beginning of the year, so I wanted to reach out and see what are your real estate plans for 2022. I want to know how I can best serve you this year. If you don't have time to chat on the phone, just text me below. I can't wait to hear from you. Okay, that is going to convert because it's about, okay, I'm going to straight up tell you I'm in real estate. I'm not going to beat around the bush. At some point, you have to have the guts to just talk about it. You can't always say, how are you and expect that they're going to send you the referrals. (laughs) And I feel like that's what everybody does. We, I I have anyway, I've chickened out, you know, in the past and you're like, I'm just going to be like, how are you checking in? (laughs) Or the other extreme of that is something a lot of people do, but it made me cringe if I'm just being real. Hey, it's Amber. Who do you know? Buying or selling? Yeah, I know. That script just made me want to cringe. It wasn't me. Yeah, I felt like that's because when you do that, guess what? The script's all about you, right? Whereas when you do a real estate, but make it about them, like the example I just showed you, it's about them. Mm -hmm. It's how can I serve you in what you're going to be doing in the next year, in the next 12 months, and then I'll know how to market and check up on them based on the answer.
0: uh, Video note versus Facebook private message or Facebook messenger.
1: So I prefer, um. I always prefer video notes be done by phone just because it's really important that I have their, their cell and they have mine just for quick access. A lot of people aren't checking messenger. Um, having said that there's going to be a lot of people in your sphere. You don't have their cell phone number because maybe they're not a past client and you've been friends on email or at church, but you never got their cell number, Mm -hmm. but your friends on Facebook. So take advantage of that. It's a great secondary option. Take that same exact video note, put it in a DM on social media and Another option is to, you know, we use BombBomb. You can use the Chrome extension right inside your Gmail. Maybe you've got their Gmail address. It's a one-to-one note. It's not sent through a newsletter. It's just sent straight to Gmail. You
0: know, we use BombBomb, and I'm having a lot of trouble with my clients saying they're not receiving my BombBomb because it's obviously going to spam or junk. Right. I'm, I'm having issues. I, I'm really kind of taking a look at that this year of whether or not I want to continue using BombBomb just because if my clients aren't receiving
1: the message because it's getting stuck somewhere, what's the point of the message, right? And that'll be the case with any marketing system. So we've heard the same thing and, and you know, Hey, I found your thing. It's in spam or it's in promotions tab. A lot of the times if yeah. it's Gmail and you're going to have that issue with any marketing company because there are, there's coding behind the scenes and the email systems aren't dumb. So whether it's, but it's not necessarily the video that's holding it up. It's, it knows that it's sending it through a service is why that's happening. So that could happen with any service, but that's another reason why you want to have their cell phone number Yeah. because you want to make sure you have those secondary. Can you imagine how your relationships would be if here's your sphere and you know, we're, we're stacking that six marketing system around them. We've got email, we've got text We've got social media interaction and posting. We've got Facebook and Instagram ads going to them and a VIP program. That's the six. So you're hitting them from every angle of where they're hanging out today. And they're not hanging out by the post. They're not hanging out at the mailbox, y'all. Right. (laughs) I mean, they're not hanging out... um, they're hanging out on social media. Yeah, I mean the exact stat for North America is two hours and 46 minutes a That's day. That's a lot of social media. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably guilty of that. I can get home and
0: like an hour later, I'm still on TikTok looking at dogs do dumb stuff. You know? <laughs> do
1: you ever get that report on your cell phone that, yes. you that and you're like, Oh my God, I have a problem. <laughs> you know, like to talk too long. <laughs> I've got an issue okay well how can I be there since you're there yeah. that's my thought process yeah. and and when you're getting them from multiple angles it doesn't matter if they're not getting the email because I'm marketing to you five other ways okay and that makes a lot of sense and
0: I like that um, you know what do you think of something like easy text for the service for using for mass, text. I mean, you're talking about sphere building personalization. Right. So that's very different than something like an easy text or a bomb bomb where you're using a service to send out a mass amount Mm -hmm. of Um, If you had an announcement, like you were having a community event or something like that, I would think maybe there's a place for easy text in there.
1: Yeah, I'm all for um, my husband's in the business with me. You guys know him, Jason, the rook. And we're all about automations and and mass stuff. It's just not used in our sphere. In your sphere. But there is a place for it, for sure. And I love it. Um, He builds funnels, forms. They all lead to if they do this, send them this auto text. If they don't do this, do this instead. And we love those automations and we love those auto texting services. But when it comes to your sphere of influence, it's really, they know if it is an auto text, okay. they even know they're, they're so savvy because we're all so saturated with marketing. They know if the video you text them, even though they're not normally sent video text, they know if that's a mass message, hmm. how do they know if you didn't use their name? They're automatically going to assume what got it. Yep. <laughs> and the, and it's going to plummet. Even if they know your face, they're going to be like, well, she sent that to probably a hundred people. So I don't need to respond. I'm busy. Somebody else will respond. Sure. Whereas when I'm like, Hey, Tamara, it's Amber with influential agent. I had a quick question for you, Mm -hmm. dot, 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 you know, that's going to convert up to 85% higher because I'm using your name. That's a pretty And that That is something that you just can't do with mass texting. You know, I mean, there are coding you can put in, but as far as really caring about what's going on in their life. That needs to be a video from you. Okay. So before we move on to the next
0: um, tier in the SOI marketing (laughs) system, real quick, how many video notes should
1: you send to your Sphere a month? So just take your total Sphere number, okay? So to break that down though, because I think this could help some people, who really is Sphere? That's (laughs) great. Who's really Sphere? Because I feel like over the years, everybody's taught a little something different. And some people are really big into micro uh, breaking down. Okay. Put, these are a clients. These are B, these are C, or these are don't make fun of me right now. Cause I just did that this year. <laughs> now, now with leads, that makes sense. Cause yeah. you're like, this is a hot lead, Yeah. but as far as sphere goes, okay, okay. Just your whole database, you're not necessarily doing a transaction with them for me. And there's no judgment on people that do something different, but for me, the more simple it is, the easier you're going to keep it up. Okay. And I have found that people, the longer they're in the business, the more a mess their database is because it was too complicated. Sure. So if you simplify it, there's really only two categories that should be in your real estate database. There's three actually, but one, the third one's temporary. So you've got your METs, which is your sphere of influence. Okay. Then you've got your NOT METs, which is why would you have a NOT MET? Well, it's because you got information somehow, whether they contacted you, somebody... Uh, they inquired on a website, how, whatever it was, but you don't really know who that person is. You don't right. want to throw that info away, but you do not they're not truly spheres. That's not met. And then you have a temporary category of newly met. Those are typically the new leads that you do want to identify. Is this a hot lead? Follow up with them 12 times at least, because remember, 80% of all leads convert between the 5th and 12th. Right. So we've right. got 12 follow-ups. If at the end of that 12, that's a temporary category, based on what happened, did they convert, meaning that doesn't mean they bought, but did we actually have a conversation or did they never reply? Got it. If they did, then they, you decide at that point that was a temporary category. Are they gonna go to the Mets list or the not Mets list? Okay, okay so that really these are the two that last. And the way that we qualify, do they get to go into Sphere, is three questions. Okay. <laughs> One, have I met them? And don't be literal, you guys, it, you might've met them virtually. It doesn't mean you met them in person, okay. but you know who they are. Okay. So have you met them? The question number two is, do I want to do future business with them? Because not everyone you meet is your ideal client for, for many different reasons. Okay. Maybe they're an hour and a half from your house and you're like, okay, I am going to put it in oh, the But I know next. realtors that would grab onto that. <laughs> That's the thing. Like maybe I'm not going to invest, um, hours and hours doing video notes with them, but I will invest in marketing to them on more of a drip system so that I can refer them to an agent in their area. Okay, so that's more of the not met list, even though you did meet, okay, so that's how I know. The third question is, am I willing to invest time from now on getting to know them better? So number one is, do I know them, have I met them? Number two, do I want to do future business with them? Number three, am I willing to invest time in them from now on? If the answer is yes to all three, then they make it to my sphere list okay so even if i've met them if the answer was no to the second and third question i'm throwing them over here to the automated marketing system because it's a numbers game even with automated marketing it's going to convert less but there's some there sure (laughs) so um so people will be like well if i haven't um talked to somebody in nine years like let's say i knew him from college but we were close back then can i put him on the sphere and i was like have you met him do you want to do future business or they, you yeah, know, do you want right. to do future business? And are you willing to invest time from now on relationship right, building? Right. And if you, if the answer is yes, then okay, put them on. If the answer is no, you're like, dude, I will never contact them. I'm embarrassed. Then why bother? They're, right, no, they're right. over here. If you really do that, your sphere starts dwindling down a little <laughs> and you get a little freaked out. Like, oh my gosh, my number is getting smaller. But it's also liberating because you can do a lot of automated marketing over here and spend the time on the people that are worth it here on that personalized formula I and get a very, higher impact.
0: I think those words are very scary for realtors. though. <laughs>
1: you know? yeah. yeah, it was for me as well. Yeah. And but, but to answer your question, how many should they be doing a day? Well, let's say you have a um, sphere of 500. Okay. And that's, a big that, sphere. that's a big sphere of influence for somebody that might have been in the business for quite a while. You would just take 500 times four because you want to contact them at minimum quarterly. That's based on stats of if you really want to be top of mind, you can't just reach out to them once a year. Okay. So even if they know you, not a stranger. Now, new leads is different. Keep in mind, y'all. That's, <laughs> that's a whole a nother saturation. podcast. <laughs> that's a whole nother. That's a saturation, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas I know them minimum quarterly. So I'm going to take 500 times four. That's what. 2000 okay i should do a sphere of 300 because more people can relate to that okay 300 big. 300 let's say yeah. times four that's 1200 contacts a year if i look at 1200 i'm like uh-huh um i'm overwhelmed i quit like uh-huh. yeah you know, like i'm not doing Agreed. it. whereas if you go okay wait if everything's broken down into the micro then the macro will happen. It's yep. when you're focusing on the big macro goals that it, you get overwhelmed. So I'm gonna take that 1,200 contacts. I'm gonna say, listen, there's 240, 260 business days. Thank you, I've got my- I know, mathematician over. over here, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. <laughs> You'll need to be here every time. <laughs> okay, so 260 business days a year on average. Okay. I'm gonna take some vacay. Yeah. And I think that's important. We're all working too much. You know, we need to have some me time, some, some vacation. So let's say I took, you know, 30 days off in the year, not in a row, but maybe some holidays here, some weekends here, you know, whatever. And I only count Monday through Friday. Okay. So when I look at that and I do the math, even after taking time off, I only need to do five contacts a day to reach all 1200 a year. Well, then all of a sudden you can do it. All of a sudden you went from ain't no way. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't going to happen to uh, five contacts a day. Five contacts a day. I love it. And then you want to go, okay, <laughs> Tamara, when yeah. you hear somebody tell you, I can't do five contacts a day, then you want to say, why do you have your license? Right. I mean, I have grace because I've failed so many times, but I also have truth, which is if you can't commit to five contacts a day. And we're talking Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. hmm You aren't going to get off that roller coaster of i have business i have no business right i love real estate too i want to shred my (laughs) license okay you can't get off that with if you're not committed to make at least five contacts a day. i mean that's minimum
0: well that's just part of being a salesperson
1: yeah right but look what it does when you break it down it's not bad at all it's all about having systems that tell me like we literally give our coaching clients a lead generation calendar (laughs) because what we hear over and over is i need the content I need Mm -hmm. the system Mm -hmm. and then tell me what it looks like daily because I'm not sure when I sit down for my lead gen time what I'm supposed to do. Right. We literally break it down. Okay. In order to implement all six components on a personal level, here's what you do each day. And by the end of the month, you've nailed all six. Okay. So let's run through the six. What are the six? Just list them out. So video email, Mm -hmm. okay, and that's talking about like just a few ideas, you know, what about those top Mexican restaurants we talked about? Emailing out what's going on in the market, even if you're not buying or selling, is this affecting your home? Because they're all talking about it with their neighbors, they hear it on CNN. Um, It's covering topics like that, making you the market expert. Now we like to repurpose content, I know, I'm pretty sure Kyle talks about that a lot too, and it's like take that video and not just send it video email, but that's going on social media, that could be x. exported to a podcast. It could be made a blog. Just one video can be made into a ton of pieces of content. But to not confuse people, number one yep. is video email. Okay. Number two would be those personalized. We call them video notes. Yep. And the reason we say notes instead of text is text is our number one preference. But like you said, you might have to send it another avenue if, if, if that's how it, what it takes to get there. Sure. Um, so we've got uh, video text. Then we have social interaction. And this is just with Sphere. Where you're friends with them on social media, whether it's Instagram Facebook wherever they're hanging out and you get to know them this isn't the masses this is that sphere list that right. you answered yes to all three questions okay. you need to care about what's going on in their life and I know you're really good at this Tamara you're <laughs> really good at your social interaction because can you imagine trying to serve someone at the highest level when you have no idea what's important to them I agree so so people are like well I don't want to spend time on social media well I'm sorry you're missing out they'll tell you everything you need to know on there everything (laughs) everything sometimes more than you want to know but that's not the point you've got in order for things not to just be transactional and relational then spend a few minutes a day scrolling through your feed going okay What's going on in their life? What's important to them? Did they just have a new grandbaby? That's like the biggest event for them. They're well, so Well, but that happy. creates like, your content. That cr- creates the content you're going to use to to get in front of them. Right? And a relationship that's bigger than just the transaction. Right. And that's the person they're going to remember. Okay. The one that cares. The next one is um, social posting. They should be posting at minimum once a day. What kind of post? <laughs> so what kind of this post? This could be all around value.
0: Okay. okay? Not... I just sold a house, not <laughs> congratulations, I won an award.
1: You're talking about education or value-add content. I do love the awards. I'm not going to lie, and I do love the new listings. But if you're going to say, I just won a new award, make that one of your post of 30. Okay. Okay. Yep. It's not every post. And I don't mean that they can't do it more than 30, but let's say in a month's time span, talk about that award because people do need to see that you know what you're doing. Of course. But if that's all you're doing. It's like, so, okay, real can. quick, um, how many business
0: posts to how many social, like education or value add or personal posts, right? You hear that stat of, is the one out of every four posts should be a business Exactly. You're exactly
1: right. So yeah, good job. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we, we try to stay around that. Now that doesn't mean... All of the other ones are personal, though, because when I say personal, it doesn't mean you have to post about your cat or your kids four times in order to talk about real estate. It just means that it needs to be non-selling.
0: Yeah, and that's you, where like the education said, or the value education, add Education,
1: value. Contract struggles, we're trying to win the offer. I mean, I think all of those things are qualified. It could be a credit repair tip. It could be um, featuring a new builder. Again, we're in an HGTV generation, Yeah. so when you feature design. Trends, because you just went to an open house and you talked about them on your social media. People are tuning into that, whether they're buying or not, and that's a. It, it still contributes to the evidence of success, but not in a salesy way, in a value way. Or here's the top three reasons you want to have a security system, and where I find the best deals at. Yeah. You know, it's just value, 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 but it can't just be the old school recipe card. Or and I, it's just like. Okay, oh, I saw you post the cal- the football calendar. <laughs> People get so mad at me. (laughs) Mad. I mean, I get, don't email me, y'all. I get emails and nasty DMs saying, how dare you? Take away my football calendar. Take away my football calendar. And it's like, dude, I'm not taking away nothing. It's your business. But I'm going to tell you the truth, which is people do love those calendars. Yeah. But when's the last time you got a referral because of one? Right. Just use the ROI because I can take that same money and spend it towards something else and get a lot higher. Well, and I want to kind of go back to
0: this, um, you know, content posts. Because let me take, for example, so, you know, winter hit for like a week. And so everybody was posting the how to winterize your house tips. Yeah. But they were all still posts Mm -hmm. written out of what the winterization tips were. And I'm like, well, what if one of them didn't do that or posted it below in another in in the comments? And they did a video telling them what the winterization tips. Yeah. To me, that I would watch that, and it's so much more personalized. Yeah. I think, you know, we got to get out from underneath the, still po- the post of information. Turn that into content and create a video. I mean, quite frankly, I don't know, you could disagree with me, but, you know, you could turn that into a video note. Hey, it's going to freeze tomorrow night. Did I you just, remember? Did you remember to put those thingies you know with those thingies the hose bib covers yeah thank you sometimes exactly
1: you know the only reason and i remember they is, even need the visual of what that is so that agreed yeah, so they yeah. know what
0: it is i yeah. mean the only reason i remember because my neighbor's out in shorts putting his on i was like oh <laughs> got to get those on but <laughs> if i'd gotten a video from right. one of How my nice realtors would that have
1: been yeah that yeah. would have been great that would have been great oh you know, she was thinking of us i know yeah. so i love that i think anything value-based is where it's at I, we tell people go live once a week Live. that would have been a great live live, live. You think you're terrified i don't video, even go live <laughs> you need to go live the algorithm <laughs> loves it and people interact with it and it's pushed in the algorithm in the news feed for a, quite a while whereas when we just post a regular video it's way better than a text but lives is going to have the longest lasting
0: I know you just reach. scared the crap out of most people
1: <laughs> i did now i'll tell you <laughs> lies i i I, I still get terrified i do them all the time all the time and i think to myself you know what lives though force me into imperfect action because when i hit when i hit go i force myself to hit it and i'll have an outline so i so i've got something to say sure but when you go do a video it's so easy to delete it 30 times and never send it because yeah. you're like it's not good enough yeah whereas when you go live like you're in it you're in it just you've committed just go ahead you're and in. even if it's terrible you've you like somebody told me yesterday, Amber, I did the live and it was horrid and I watched it and I'm like freaking, I was smiling the whole time yeah, that I watched right. it because even when you had a few mess ups, I loved it. Mm. I love the information. I love that you were being authentic about how you were new at this you yeah. know? and people love it. They just care about the value, you know, that's, but go live. That's, that should be in your strategy as well. Okay. So we got video email, video notes, social interaction social posts, right? Social posts, Facebook and Instagram ads. So we run Facebook and Instagram ads as a big component of our strategy, but we don't take it to the masses. Um, they can be very expensive and hard to convert to yeah. the masses ever since the changes happened a few years ago where we can't target as we would like to in the housing category okay. after Facebook was fined a lot of money. Yeah. So we're taking out, uh, Facebook and Instagram ads to our specific Uh, Sphere list so you can upload a list as a custom audience run the ad to them and and it's more affordable Than sending postcards okay think about how people are like send postcards They're sending them inconsistently first of all sure, but even when they are sending them consistently It's expensive It's in the post in the it gets shoved in the newspaper right when you go get your mail It's like all the junk mail gets kind of shoved into the paper and it gets thrown away Whereas when I spend less money in the place they're hanging out anyway, two hours and 46 minutes a day, <laughs> what if I did my billboard ad providing value there instead of putting it in the post? Love it. I mean, and then they're seeing it eight to 15 times a month as, for as just that a one little time. less money. I mean, we spend about $5 a day. I love that. I mean, on that. And that to me is like, if they're hanging out there. Why is that not where our marketing efforts are, are going to go? One of our coaching clients sent a text and they said, Amber, I just got this text from my client. And it said, gosh, insert agent name, I, I cannot open social media without seeing you. <laughs> <laughs> and they screenshotted her ad I love that it. we did for her. And I, But he wasn't making fun of her. He, he kind of was because it was, it was funny. But he goes, that is awesome. You must be the best marketer ever. And perception is everything. Mm-hmm. And what I tell people is if you can't market yourself well online, then how would the consumer not think you can't market their home well online? Right. So we've got to evolve past That's kind postcards. of a big deal. It's That's a, a big, really old big deal. Right there. And people say, well, no, not everybody's techie, Amber. It's like, no, I don't, no. I'm not buying into that anymore. I'm not letting you use yeah. that excuse because even older generations that don't feel like they're techie a lot of them are now but if they feel like they're not they still know they need a realtor that knows how to market just because they don't understand it doesn't mean they're not savvy enough to know that you have to be right
0: so okay the ads are a big deal and then the last piece is the vip program
1: vip baby i love a vip i like being a vip (laughs) (laughs) yes me too so if you like being a vip imagine how your best clients love being a vip so for me vip is the most important place to spend your time and money that is the group you've worked real hard on on marketing one through five Mm -hmm. in the system to where you're starting to generate referrals. You take those referrals, you put them in your VIP program and reward the people with your time and money that are already supporting you. Um, I've seen agents take out ads and magazines that cost $5,000 for a one-time ad that you don't even know if it's converting. It's probably in the trash. It might've gotten a cold lead that didn't convert uh, or it wasn't your ideal client when you could have spent that and less on the VIPs who have already proven to send you business. Let's reward that. So that is so important. And, and we've got to evolve there too. We can't just be doing VIP events. That's what we used to do and what you're going to learn with, with pandemics, but also people are just busy. And if they have extra time, they want to spend it with their family and friends, even though they love you as their realtor. So what are you doing? (laughs) Because those VIP events might take forever to plan. And 10 people show up or 20. Well, what about the other 50 VIPs? Right. So we use ours in, in three components, but one of those is unexpected appreciation gifts quarterly. That. And that's just part of, you know, I don't know if you've read the book Giftology, but there's I all kinds yes. of statistics to yes. back up the that's fact that you need more than just the old school event. Yeah. Okay. You need more than the Popeye. That's another thing I get DMs about. Uh-oh. You <laughs>
0: <you're>,
1: you just <laughs> lost half our audience if you don't like Hey, the I'm here to tell you the truth, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, but I like the unexpected gift. I mean, we all do birthdays. We all do baby gifts. We all do Christmas gifts. And that's one of the things that I've been looking at this year is like, how do I show appreciation in between all of those things? Right. And so that book was really impactful. Very, you know, I got it. I I was reading through it and you know how you highlight and you dog ear pages. Well, I got done with the book and like 75% of it was (laughs) dog-eared. I'm like, okay, well, that's,
1: (laughs) well, our new VIP program is based on that book and a few others that just showed, you know, we're not about opinion-based marketing. We're about (laughs) where's the numbers what's working, what's not working, and then we'll, sh- we'll evolve to that. And I think that's just the main thing I hope that agents are doing is evolving. And frankly, you have to get out of your comfort zone to evolve. Yeah. Lives is uncomfortable. Being on video is uncomfortable. Um, I still get uncomfortable. Uh, we YouTube is now a major channel for us as well to bring in new people to the sphere. And I still get uncomfortable. Mondays is our filming day, and I'm just like, <sighs> <laughs> and I have to wake up and, you know, kind of hype myself yep. up and say, okay, I can't have stinking thinking about this. This... I am here to help people. How do I help people today? And um, somebody told me, I think it's an old saying, that the comfort zone is where dreams go to die. So I just (laughs) remind myself of that when I'm having stinking thinking. I'm like, it's not about me. Yeah. Because when I started to survey my clients as to the reason they weren't doing video, the top three were, can you guess? (laughs) I don't like myself on video.
0: I don't know what to say. What's the third one? You
1: pretty much have it. it (laughs) I don't like how I look. Uh I don't like how I sound. Oh, okay. Yeah. So pretty much the same. And I don't know what to say. Yeah. Okay. I've not heard any of that before. (laughs) (laughs) And I felt all those. I felt all of those. I wrote every reason down that I had stinking thinking. There was more than three, but those were the top three for sure. And I looked at the paper and I had this huge epiphany. I was like, all these objections of why I'm not growing, this is the bottom line, start with the word I. Yeah. It's pretty impactful. This ain't about I. Well, and the more you (laughs) do something, the easier it gets,
0: right? So just start, you know? Yeah.
1: People don't care how you look and sound. I know that sounds crazy. Maybe strangers, maybe Mm. mean people. Um, I'm not saying you'll never have a troll. I have some from time to time, but you're impacting people. And it's like, you're just, don't let those people get to you, like,
0: Well, I think that's a great place for us to wrap up today. Um, I will definitely have you back because I feel like there were so many things, you know, so many other directions we could have gone with our <laughs> conversation. So, right. um, but I want to honor, honor your time yeah, today. Yeah. Thank so you. thank you so much for joining me. Amber thank Joy. It was so great me. to see you again and Appreciate always it. a pleasure to have you uh, interact with us and, and help, help our audience and help our clients. So thank you for joining us on another episode of spilling the LT again. I'm your host, Tamara Gaty. Make sure that you go on and like, subscribe, comment, share, post video (laughs) so that you can keep up with all things real estate. You guys make it a great day.